0: What's up, GWB Nation? Welcome to an episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is your host Ben Mayfield, and ladies and gentlemen, I have the first timer on the show, Mister Caleb Grizzle. Known Caleb for a long time, we talk about just kind of how we got to meet each other in middle school, and then um, how we got into choir together and chorus, and we did some adventures there. And earlier years in high school, but then we're really getting to. Uh, what fatherhood's like and what marriage has been like for Caleb and some of the some of the ups and downs and the praises and the and the lows and so I really appreciate his vulnerability on here and then of course we had the Maverick as always Mr. Wilhelms he's on this episode he's also so insightful has a heart of gold and I just appreciate both those guys getting on there and just being willing to share with y'all as they're part of this nation just as like y'all are ladies and gentlemen the way about Buffalo podcast is is moving forward. And it's going really, really well. Uh, I just want to say we have merchandise. Y'all know this. We have shirts. We have stickers. And we have hats. I have, still have a bunch of shirts I have not sold. And to be honest with y'all, like, I'm just trying to sell some for fundraising. But now I'm also trying to, like, sell them so I can, you know, break even. And I know that's, like, a little bit, like, awkwardness and vulnerability. And sounds a little desperate. I Sorry, not sorry. Uh I just know that a lot of people care, and a lot of people want to support, so I appreciate if you can, and just being real, I think this podcast is, a lot of times, me being very vulnerable, telling you about what's going on in my life, and the hardships that go on, and I talk about, you know, other people and how they struggle things, and how they look at outlooks on life, and so I was going to say, I've had a little rough week a little bit this week, I've had um, my surgery, I'm getting surgery on my nose for nasal which is ironic because I host a podcast. So I'm having some nasal surgery. I started, uh, some of y'all know this already, I started my doctorate, and I don't know, I just have a lot of self-doubt about if I'm intelligent enough to do it because I'm really struggling with that. And so I just need some some positive thoughts and some prayers of like, Ben, you are, I, I know I can do it. It's just, I just the first day I saw all this stuff, and it's just super overwhelming. And it feels like, I am not even David and Goliath, but it's like David and, I don't know, like a couple skyscrapers and like dragons, and it's, I know it's going to be difficult as a doctor, obviously. Uh, I just didn't realize, you know, maybe I've off more than I can chew, and slash, I'm trying to do my job, my full-time job, I'm trying to date this beautiful girl, and there's a lot of things I'm juggling, and I don't want to let anything slip, so, you know, Just, just send some GWB some love and just some thoughts and uh, just struggling, but taking day by day. And I just hope, as if you're struggling and you're able to listen to this podcast, get some joy out of it. I just hope that maybe it's uh, just a little bit of an hour of your day, um, or if you break it up over time, that this brings you a little bit of just joy, a little bit of of funniness, and and just uh, great conversation that's genuine. And I just, I love the fact that I get to talk to you and that I get to be part of your day. And I don't always get to know that because I don't know who all listens to the podcast. But shoot us a DM on the Great White Buffalo podcast Instagram page. And just like, tell us, hey, I love this episode. And we'll, we'll try to feature you. We want to feature people on the episode as always. We just love you. Thank you for joining the herd. I know I rambled too much, but I just got a lot going on. Uh, appreciate all of you. And I hope you really, 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 really enjoy this episode because it's amazing. And thank you for listening to the Great Buffalo Podcast. Wandering through the Great Plains of life, Things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd.
1: When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the Great White Buffalo. Great White Buffalo Podcast With Ben Mayfield It used to be, it takes him about 15 minutes to warm up Well Dale Earnhardt's (laughs) been dead For almost 20 years That's what I'm saying man
2: He's not that fast
0: He's
1: cold man
2: But I immediately took offense (laughs) Because I was like, what did Dale ever do
1: to you? (laughs) He slowed down That's why he died
2: Uh, Can I I get a
1: Dale Yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. I have today with me just some tremendous guests. These guys are incredible. They are kind human beings. I've known them for a long time. You know, the person that's in the Maverick seat, the wild card, the Red Hood seat, it's Mr. Wilhelms. What's up, Will?
1: How's it going, Ben? Glad to be here.
0: Glad to have you back. And our first timer... He's a first timer on the podcast, but he's not first time in my life. He is a sweet human being. It's Mr. Caleb Grizzle. What's up, Caleb? Hey, 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 dude, Caleb. I've known you since what? What grade? Uh, I moved to Lumpkin County in the seventh grade. So, really, I remember us getting to know each other in the eighth grade. Is that correct? I'm trying to remember uh,
2: seventh, 8th-ish? Seventh, eighth. Yeah, I would ride. We couldn't drive, so I'd ride. We'd ride the bus over to the high school and hang out.
0: Yeah, we drove. We drove the bus. Yeah, actually, they they said, Hey, man,
2: here's the keys. Just gave
0: it to him and said, Go (laughs) fast. No, we we ride the bus over from the middle school to the high school um, because my mom and your aunt weren't there. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got to know each other that way. They were right across the hall from each other. Yeah, yeah. We literally would would walk to our classrooms together. And then Thomas rode over, but it's because his sister was a high school student. And she drove him home from the high school.
2: Yeah, and I remember uh, the the bus uh, that we drove did not <laughs> did not like us.
0: Oh no no no! <laughs>
2: because we were
0: you know we were you know some bigger kids. Nobody's gonna mess with us. And we thought for some reason we could sing. I mean, can, can sing. I can't really sing. And so we De- would sing. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would sing. Um, what was the song? Eight no m- mountain high enough. Every yeah, day. every single day <laughs> <laughs> at the top of our lungs, and we thought we were good, and we were to the point where we learned the second verse. Which you know, no one knows. Yeah. It's like, mean, that was
2: commitment. <laughs> yeah, it was commitment.
0: <laughs> and so, like, at first, they're like, wait, what? There's another verse to it? And they're like, yeah, and we know it. But <laughs> they're like, all right, cool, like,
2: y'all can cut it out. And so yeah, That's enough, guys. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, like, every day we did that, and it, it, it got... R- I could imagine if I was, you know, one of the, the smaller children on the bus how that would get very old and annoying quickly.
0: Or they're thinking like, does middle school change you? Like is that normal? <laughs> like, <laughs> like do middle school students sing that much? And it's like, Yeah, man. Answer's yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> stay stay in <laughs> elementary school as long as you can. You no, know, we were middle school musical before there was a high school musical. Throwing that out there, people
1: Wait, which one? The uh the princess one?
0: Oh, we were okay, I was referring to us uh, singing being a musical. But yeah. yes, we were actually in a musical during yeah, middle school. With the as well. school. I was yeah.
1: there. Yeah, you were. Seventh seventh grade, eighth grade. I was eighth yeah. grade, yeah. I uh, was not. I didn't know you all then. That's weird. That blew, I you had no idea. You absolutely did us that, in eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah, but I didn't. I, I thought we did that in seventh grade. No, no, no. I didn't do it. in seventh
2: I didn't grade. know you will in, in uh, seventh or eighth grade. I might have yeah. known who you were, but we definitely never. We didn't really talk. Words. Yeah.
0: This is kind of a uniqueness, and our listeners probably can think about this. People that you know in your life. I knew Caleb first, and got to know him through riding the bus together, going to the high school wrestling. Uh, wrestling. We did it on the wrestling team. And then I knew Will because we had the same homeroom and got this kind of the same friend group because we had this. uh, Caleb and I were different middle school teams, I was on one team, uh, like uh, academic teams. So, yeah I'm smart. No, no, no. I was not. I don't, there was no smart team. Because if I wasn't the smart team, I was the dumbest one on the smart team. So, trust me. As a middle school teacher, I can tell you, no smart teams. Um, all and equally. Then, <laughs> all immature. equally Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're all equally gifted in their own ways. Um, but Will and I got to know each other, so I, I was friends with both of you. But it wasn't like a, a full triangle. But then you two became friends through being mm-hmm. in choir, and so like people probably listening like how your friend groups connect, and then they become yeah. friends. And then you two ended up living together at some point, right? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm.
1: So I forget uh, when,
2: uh, like 2011.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because it was it was right, yeah, it was right it
2: was, after high. It was about like a year after high school.
1: Yeah, it was the you because I, I went down to Valdosta for my first year of college and came back. And then moved in with Tim. Yep, and and,
2: and I lived there. Um,
1: yeah, right after. And yeah. yeah, here's a true story. And
0: uh, Caleb, Will, and I in our junior year of high school all took choir or chorus. Or even was it choir, or chorus? It didn't matter. It's it was, same thing. it was <laughs> the was it the varsity singers or chamber choir or something uh, like that? The varsity singers. Yeah. The varsity singers, and I remember the day one. He was like, all right, guys, let's sing this. Mr. T, shout out to our chorus teacher. That's his
1: actual name, Yeah, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He won't remember me at all. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> he was, listen to this. He was at my church like two weeks ago for like a choir concert. And he was like the piano player for all the people at our church hosted. And I was like, what's up, Mr. T? And he was like, hey, what's up, man? And this guy was like, okay, cool. Like you're at my church incoming, like and you're not even gonna like <laughs> like say hey to me, like I'm sorry you are that busy right now. I was like, Come on, dude. <laughs> he like, takes
2: everything he does like very seriously. Yeah, yeah I
0: mean he is talented. And though. that's
2: great. I mean more power to you. I'm not, that was not a much a, a yeah. uh, mm-hmm.
0: But we were we were all at this first day of chorus class and he gets everybody and just to give you a little pre pre idea, this far singer is the top group of singers that we have at our school and everybody auditioned. At some point to get in here. Mm-hmm. Well, my audition was walking through the hallway and him overhearing the fact that I did 4-H. And then he and I talked about 4-H for about 20 minutes about all the different things. I competed in this, he competed in that. I was like, oh, it's so cool. He goes, hey, you should be in chorus. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to do it unless my friends are in it. He was like, well, who's your friend? I was like, well, I don't know, like Wilhelms, Kayla. It's like, all right, cool. I'll put you in that class. <laughs> and so I'm, in, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, it's a, I, I had a, an elective class that I needed. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll do chorus. I get in the chorus first day, only person who has an audition,
2: and he gets Which goes, you made
0: a big
1: deal about too. Yeah, oh, I definitely <laughs> made a big deal about.
2: I mean, I felt like inferior
0: because I had to audition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't ever forget that. And it lasted all of like thirty minutes, and then he had to sing something that was like in Latin, which I didn't understand. Mm-hmm.
2: Stoless digo. It yeah. might have been, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was like a warm up thing. And then he goes, he's like, oh, something doesn't sound right. And I had like <laughs> sopranos. And he he's like, all right, sopranos, you're out. Altos. Okay, you're out. Tenors. Okay, you're out. Basses. Eh- oh, wait, basses. Okay, That's all basses come up here. <laughs> come up here. And we're all sitting in a row. And I'm thinking to myself, like, dude. Caleb done messed this up. <laughs> I, was there, I was like, "It's got to be Caleb. It's not me." Had to be. Caleb. <laughs> yeah, it's like because I don't know these other guys, but I know Caleb. Boy, we meanwhile, I'm
1: sitting there like, "Yep, Ben it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and you Cole. never,
2: you, you, yeah, you never said anything uh, like that. No, yeah. I never
1: did because who care? I never took it seriously. Really, I like. It was a fun elective class, but yeah, like I stood, I sang next to you for like three years. I was next to Ben for those 30 minutes before he got kicked out. <laughs> yeah. Fun was a loose term. <laughs> it was, um, it was pretty intense because there was like 10 of us maybe,
0: like guesstimate, maybe like eight of us at their bases. Mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, like, all right, you knew out. You and you out and I was like, Oh, it's me Caleb and Caleb's not doing this right. And then he goes, All right, Caleb and this other person out and I was like, Oh crap. <laughs> and so and then he's like, All right, Ben sing this. I'm like, eh, eh. like, you know, like, like can't i like, I'm on the spot, everybody's staring at me and I can't sing. Yeah. He's like, oh oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well you can go have a seat and don't ever sing again. Um, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And so later on in the semester we had a competition. True story, he says, Ben. I will give you one hundred on everything <laughs> if you just don't sing in the competition. <laughs> and you know, in me, I had to negotiate. I now had yeah. the high ground. Yes, and I knew for a
3: fact it's over. <laughs> <that> it's over.
0: <laughs> well, you know that concert was at, I, you know, was at, I was at Six Flags, and I already mm. knew I was going to go to that. And it was a big yeah.
1: deal for like course in the state of Georgia. Like, it was a, there a it, the first time there. we had gotten invited or, like, actually qualified for it. Yeah, and Mr. T was one of his, like, you know, still, like, his second year there, so he's trying to, like, build up the program. Yeah, so Ben has the high ground now. <laughs> I, I <did>. for <laughs> <laughs> and I said, all right,
0: you know, I, I still want to go to Six Flags. And he's like, all right, yeah, for sure, you can go to Six Flags. And I said, and, with my finger in the air, I said, you are going on a audition-only trip to Jekyll. Like, the kids had to audition. And he only, like, I don't know, like, maybe seven of our kids or eight of our kids. It was and a they, little
1: bigger. It was probably, like, 12 or so. It wasn't many. Yeah. But it was,
0: like... Like, you yeah. had to audition for it. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, got the audition, you got to go on this Jekyll trip. And I was like, I want to go on the Jekyll trip. And he was like, why? And I was like because it's Jekyll Island <laughs> and I Hello. get to miss school like why wouldn't I and he, like, he looked at it and was like deal I was like, nice
2: yeah I didn't go on the Jekyll trip but
0: because it was your, it was your birthday it was my birthday yeah, I was
2: still a little yeah. boy and I didn't want to spend it away from my mama yeah
0: um, so that's that's our choir experience mm-hmm. how fun times yeah yeah I, I got an award though. Y'all didn't get an award, so... No, uh, I did uh, it for false. the
1: ladies, though. Me and Caleb did it for the ladies.
2: False. I don't know if y'all remember this or not. Will, um, and I say this wholeheartedly, earned a well-deserved, most valuable bass award our senior year in high
3: school. Oh, did I you I didn't really? think I got that award. Oh, no, yeah, someone you did. No,
2: because who was it going to be? It was going to be me or you. I mean, and, <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. we're, yeah, yeah. And I There's voted only two for you. you because yeah. if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't. Uh, our bass section would be terrible because I still can't read music. However, true. Um, I didn't. I didn't win an award. I was not presented award, but I did receive the most yes. votes for an award. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> award being most most valuable soprano. Yes, um, I because didn't get the we award. Got
1: all, but I did get the votes. Yes, because we got like three fourths of the class to write in your name. For the award, but then y'all trolling. It was Mr. all T. the no, it was all the sopran- the <coughs> the Sopranos that were like most of them were in drama and stuff like that, and they all put up this huge fuss about it, and we thought it was hilarious. And Mister T even laughed at it. I do remember that, like he had no problem with it, but. They, yeah, all the girls were all moody about it and stuff. I
2: didn't get the award, but I got the votes. So You got the award. You got cheated. in our hearts
1: and minds, Caleb. You are always the most valuable soprano.
2: Thank you. And I did actually sing soprano. I remember that when A you would lot. get
1: bored in class. I remember like you would just throw your voice up into falsetto, and just sing along with the girls. <laughs> My and talented. it was good. Yeah, it was really good. Actually, He's talented. Yeah.
0: I remember I got the, our junior year, I got the community service award for the, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's cool, whatever. <laughs> but our senior year, I don't know, I did the first semester with y'all, our senior year, and then the second semester I did like work release. Mm-hmm. And so, but I was still nominated by, I think Ben Higgins, shout out to Ben. Uh, somebody, or maybe it was one of y'all, nominated me for the community service award again, And Mr. T was like, no, we're not giving it to him again. You know, he hasn't done anything. And I was like, but they're like, yeah, but he did so much, and you didn't let him sing. (laughs) (laughs) And and then Mariah uh, Alatori, girl Mariah, actually ended up with the award, and she apologized to me. She was like, this should have been yours. And I was like, Mariah, I got plenty. I got plenty of awards. like, it's okay. Like, like, take this. I got plenty of awards. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get nothing. Yeah. Go put it on your wall. You're like, you're good, girl. Don't worry. What a sweetheart. So you two lived together for how long? About a year or so? Maybe a little less. A
2: Le- little less than a year. A little less?
0: hmm You want to dive into deep? How was it like living with not- Now, you're not the same person. That's eight years ago or nine years ago. Oh, gosh. So That you- is nine years ago. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the average age of our listeners are nine years old. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so they weren't even born so at this they, point. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: kidding. Uh, I I would probably say that Caleb probably had more issues living with me than I had. Caleb was a stellar roommate.
2: Mm-hmm. My wife, except would for make the, the except
1: for the bathroom. The bathroom was always a big, yeah. not a big thing, but like. After a while, I got used to it. I like. I just knew I had to clean the bathroom. Caleb is never going to clean a bathroom, and he's never going to like do any sort of thing that resembles cleaning in the bathroom. So after that, though, I would take the bathroom, and I was happy. So beyond that, Caleb was an easy roommate. I was not. Your <laughs> your response rebuttal.
2: I I have no rebuttal. Uh, that is a accurate statement. It it's very accurate. Um I I've never been known as, as the cleanest person. Um and I get how a bathroom as I get a little older, uh and and kinda like look back and go, Yeah, I was I, I'm a very Gross person at times, so I apologize, Will.
1: I'll say this you were still not, you're not anywhere near as gross as the my roommate that I had down on Valdosta. Uh, Like him and his bathroom stuff. Is that Jeremiah? No. Okay. Uh, Jeremiah? I honestly, (laughs) I'm blanking on his name right now. I know his name. But anyway, uh, he. Would, it was gross. I won't go into details. It it's was, yeah, we don't have it was yeah, unsanitary. Yeah, yeah. I don't gross think our listeners details. want to hear. It was unsanitary. I, I we know. wouldn't know how
0: gross he was right now. <laughs> I,
1: I I literally considered buying a hazmat suit just to walk in there. I've our been bathroom. there. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And it wasn't when I lived with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> it was when you lived alone?
0: I, refuse, I will not uh, I will not incriminate <laughs> yeah.
3: anybody on
2: the through the microphone. <laughs> All fair, I'll tell you exactly what yeah. it
0: was. Well, <laughs> <laughs> bet. So let me ask you this. I kind of was thinking about this earlier today. Caleb texted me and was like, hey, man, what are you going to talk about? And I have like two big things I want to talk about with Caleb uh, being your first time here on the episode. And Will's got valuable input. Is The first one is Will is married. Uh, we're yes. all the same age it for the most was, part. I was there.
1: You were. Both of y'all were. Yeah, we both were. were yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we both witnesses to my marriage. Big day.
0: Big day. I don't even remember. That's how, how nervous I was. How I black. Oh, out.
1: you were. Yeah, you were so drunk by the Anyway, so I'm just <laughs> yeah. joking. I was joking. Just I was nervous. <laughs> that didn't happen. Ben was a stellar witness. Was, so was Caleb. <laughs> I
0: was the DJ, bro. You know, I got. I got to keep
1: the beat going. We could hear. When we, when me and Keegan got taken away for like pictures after, you know, the ceremony and stuff, Mm -hmm. we were down the hill from like the actual venue.
2: Party was bumping.
1: Yes. We could hear everything and people were yelling and like, you know, in a good way, like whooping and hollering and stuff. And we had to sit there and listen to it while. Taking thousands of pictures about a wedding day, in my
2: opinion. Now, the you know, my wife loved the wedding pictures after the fact, Mm -hmm. but I remember that took long.
1: Yeah,
0: that took long. You and Keegan's picture taking took longer than normal.
1: Apparently, the photographer lost track of time, basically. Oh man! And so we weren't supposed to go nearly that long. Um, Was
0: it a one of the? Was it like a friend, like a college person? Maybe mm -hmm. not. Yeah. So
2: eventually they probably picked up the rhythm like, ooh, let's speed this up. Uh
1: great pictures, but when know.
2: when there's a party going on. Yeah, I wanna go to the aggravating. Yeah, and it's our party. Yeah. You know? We're
0: there <laughs> for you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you can't even be there. Mm-hmm. you yeah, that can be a little disappointing. <laughs> no, I just remember we were we were bumping and I can you say what you want to about me, but I can I can semi entertain a crowd. Mm-hmm. But I remember your mom yes. came and was like, Hey uh, you know what time they're getting back here? I'm like <laughs> Ms. Helms, I know just as much as you do. <laughs> I'll have a Spotify playlist. i am doing the best I can right now. Let's do the cha-cha slide one more time. Let's go. <laughs> but then y'all came, and it was it was a lot of fun. Mm. It was really good, really sweet. Kale's wedding was really nice, too. It was like in the like a barn. Great. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Out in the farm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it
2: was nice. In Bogart, Georgia.
0: Yeah. But this for the first time I got to hang out with Keegan.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Keegan so. was the MVP of our wedding. Yeah, she, we got there really early. She got there Will and Keegan got there early that day and mm-hmm. uh, Will being a uh, groomsman had groomsman duties, Keegan uh, had no duties and she uh, but she made she kept busy and and actually did a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But she had no duty
3: it. that whole day. Uh, well, duties <laughs> is <laughs> what I said.
1: Yeah, am five years old again. She ended up talking with like the wedding planner and just started helping out. It was she was having a time. She still loves that that wedding. I had fun that day. Mm-hmm.
0: It was really sweet. This is a sweet wedding. And then y'all did. I remember y'all did coke and peanuts. As your wedding favorite? Oh, that was so good. Fantastic. Fantastic. I
2: never had a single Coke or Peanut now, from that wedding, but I do have them. I do have like one set of them in a box that my wife says.
0: Okay, but y'all did do it though. What yeah, was oh yeah absolutely. okay. Because I, uh, there's, it's like maybe 50 50, if not like 60 40, 60% of the weddings I've been to don't do wedding favors 40% maybe do um if not less but i always remember that coke and peanuts i was like oh this is a wedding gift that i actually want yeah because it's coke Mm -hmm. and it's peanuts yeah versus like there's ones that i've been to it's like hey everybody gets you know a thing of bubbles Bubbles. that is the worst i I hate cool things man (laughs) like
1: they always broke break open in my car every time every time i've been given like bubbles as a gift Going, as soon as I throw them in my truck, by the time, like, I get home, they're busted open and they're all over my truck.
2: But, bubbles are just soap, so it cleans the little spot. Yeah, just like a little... Not saying your truck's dirty, but... No, hey, it's we dirty. You gotta look at the bright side. It's dirty.
1: Yeah. Well, well then it looks the weird, because there's one clean spot, and, you know, mid stopped <laughs> now I gotta clean the whole thing, you know? Uh, <laughs> I
0: digress, though. Is, Will's married, I'm dating this girl, we're, going, we're having a great time, but, Caleb's married and has a daughter
2: a, yes a, a beautiful loud mouth <laughs> wonderful ball of
1: joy well
0: it just it kind of blows my mind it's surreal you know we're all pretty much the same age i'm what you, you're 1 year older
1: yeah i'm 28 28
0: What are you i'm 28, 28 I'm 20 i'm about to be i'll, I'll turn 20 i mean we all graduated in the same, the same year same, yeah, so we we're all the, the same, same age. age yeah but you have a daughter i do Who's over a year old now.
2: She's thir- uh, a little over 13 months, so she just turned Her. a year old.
0: Mm. Which, to me, is like, man, this is wild. Like I'm, like, I'm scared to think of, like, a 13 months ago if I had a child. <laughs> and so I'm just thinking, what are some... And some of our listeners, you know, who are like me, don't have kids. Some of our listeners do. But what are some of the things that, like, pre-13 months ago, were you, like kind of like how your mind was before you had a kid and then what is this like this year been eye-opening because Will may one day is going to want to have kids I one day want to have kids so what was like kind of pre to like whoa what is it just is it the most beautiful thing is it hard is it is it difficult is it this is the most beautiful blessing I could ever wish for. Is it all in one? What what is it like?
2: I mean, I don't want to sound like every parent ever, but it is all <laughs> of those things. It it is, um, it it is the you know getting, cliche. Yeah, say <laughs> you <Yeah. So, we laughs> have, <laughs> haven't met my dad. He was like, eh, it's all right, I guess. <laughs> but uh, that's just because he you know doesn't want to really be honest with you. Mm-hmm. He loves you, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, we not no. through here. No, <laughs> <like ass. laughs> so, so, you know, third, we, we find out we're, we're we, you know, we tried for a little while and, and we find out we're pregnant and it's all exciting. Um, and, you know, as I, I can only speak from the dad's point of view, but, you know, watching Jen, my wife, she, you know, immediately is planning the future and, you know, being very, um, motherly, right mm-hmm. off the bat. Right. So I, but I'm, I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so this is great. I'm so excited. I'm very happy. But, you know, it's the, you know, that's the nine months and it gets very, um, yeah, you know, your house is changing. All this stuff's getting ready for like a, it's like a guest coming over, but not, <laughs> not <leave> leaving <laughs> it for, uh, for eighteen years. <laughs> but uh, then you know we go through the whole uh, labor and delivery process, and and uh, Raleigh gets here, and it's like you finally get the you know from the woman's perspective, they they pretty got a pretty good idea of who this person or this thing is because you know
1: yeah they had nine months to get used to it growing
2: inside of them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but as a dad you you know you just kind of see it growing you from afar (laughs) uh, you feel it you know uh, but but then actually you know meeting her for the first time and and holding her it was like Mm -hmm. okay i i get a little (laughs) bit uh Uh, You know, I don't want to get emotional here, but it's life-changing.
1: How was the the prep stages before, like, while Jen was, you know, pregnant and going through the nine months, and you're, like, preparing for this birth moment? Like, I worry about, like, oh, my gosh, how many books do I have to read? Because you hear from all these other people, like, oh, yeah, I read, like, six books about this different type, and, like, do you know the... The mm. Bradley method, or the whatever his name is method, and all this stuff, and I'm like, how much do I actually need to like? Pre- so, how much did you do? Did you and Jen just talk about it a lot, or like, yeah, um, internet? Jen,
2: uh, Jen is the planner in our in mm-hmm. our life. She does a lot of the you know, she's doing a lot of the you know. Digging deep for information, mm-hmm. uh, reading books—I'm uh, not that way. Me and you are opposite <laughs> in that because you will are very um,
1: yeah I lean know, toward.
2: You think everything through. <laughs> you don't make a decision you haven't thought the about processing. for months.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, okay.
2: But me—I mean, you know, obviously, you know, taking care of a child is—it's <laughs> a, it's, it's a lot. But I did—I read one book um, by Benjamin Watson. Um,
3: dude, yeah, yeah. He's,
2: he's a tight end in the NFL. I think he just retired from the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a very uh, the one book you read was a football book,
0: no, but it was about <laughs> I, I can't, I think it's the
2: dad's playbook. Uh, I think something like that. I, okay, I, I don't want to plug a title, when, but it when, a really good book When Jen's ready to get bird You go, bounce it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> boom it <baby> comes out <laughs> no but I, I read that book and it, it, he does I think he's got like three or four kids and uh, him, him and his wife do and and he does a good job of of you know not only telling you what you need to know as a father but what you need to know as a husband because mm. you know not only is your life changing you know but your relationship changing right and um, you know because marriage is great um, but you know that that's a huge change, and I don't want to like you can't really understate it, but it, uh, just saying a huge change really doesn't do it justice. And um, so reading that book kind of gave me a little bit of you know, hey, this is what she needs mm. while she's getting you know during the pregnancy, and this is you know how you can help her. And you know, every every marriage and every relationship is different, but just using some of the things that he um talked about in there really made made me a little more at ease that hey this isn't like gonna be you know horrible. Yeah. And it's not it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> how did you come up with the name uh Raleigh? Uh Raleigh. Raleigh. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um so mispronunciation. Jeez man. <laughs> um my wife's middle name her name is Jennifer Lee and so L E can't spell l-e-i-g-h <laughs> and she really wanted to incorporate that in her name and she really liked the name raleigh um i really wasn't on board with it and it kind of <laughs> raleigh <laughs> raleigh, mm-hmm. raleigh north carolina yeah right? that's what i was thinking i've never been there um
1: i haven't either actually
2: but you know i want that's okay you know we the three of us here ben will and caleb they're all Short names, you know, very strong. easy to say. I didn't yeah, want to yeah. say that, but, you know, uh, Caleb's kind of the, the sissy name of the group. But, yeah. At least your middle
0: name is really strong. Yeah, Mackenzie Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mom. I love you, though. Uh, I said Jeff yeah for that one. I'm sorry. That.
2: <laughs> but I really wanted her to have a, a short name. My wife's name, her name is Jen, Jennifer, um, mm-hmm. and I really wanted her to have a short strong name that wasn't you know, Raleigh is a is a mouthful. Uh, and Why don't you so, just call her Lee? Uh nah, that's just I I we didn't just, didn't I'm really just spitballing fit. here. Yeah. <laughs> so we named her middle name is Kate. I fig I felt like that was a very strong, yeah. simple so name. Raleigh Kate. Her name is Raleigh Kate Grizzle. Mm. Grizzle baby. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a strong name. I, well. <laughs> they they name
0: the most ferocious bear after y'all, the grizzly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of Mayfield Bears out there. No, but we do see a lot of Mayfield ice cream (laughs) (laughs) trucks. And you're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Family biz, y'all. Podcast (laughs) as a hobby, ice cream as a job.
1: I've actually pitched Keegan a lot of. We keep like pitching prospective baby names to each other, and sometimes I can't tell if she's joking, and sometimes I throw out some weird ones so she can't tell if I'm joking or not. Uh, A lot of biblical names. That yep. I've thrown out like uh, uh, Boba, Boba. I want I'm thinking about <laughs> Obadiah, <laughs> Obadiah, and then call him Obi for short, Ooh. like uh, Boba- obi One. Uh, still trying to sell that. I was wrong.
0: thinking, Obadiah Stain, Arch nemesis, the Iron Man. You ever seen did, Iron Man? I d- the I did, Iron but Man? I forget
2: his name was Obadiah. Yeah, I, Jeff I, Bridges. I mean, I know Jeff Bridges is in the first one, yeah. but I don't remember <laughs> the Obadi- guy. his name. You, you uncultural swine! Obi? <laughs> yes. See, I would have known who you were talking about <laughs> if I said Obi. <laughs> well, my first thought would have been Andy Griffith.
1: <laughs> yeah, Opie <laughs> Taylor.
2: <laughs> hey, Paul.
1: Yeah, I've pitched a lot of Star Wars names to. Her. Yeah, um, I have
2: learned like I don't have that. I have no jurisdiction in the naming of children. I've learned also as a father, I don't, know, I don't know if you don't want to keep on naming, but I'm unfit to be a mother.
0: Unfit to be I'm so glad to well, know It's
2: that.
1: good that
0: you're a father.
2: <laughs>
0: I think there's some Star Wars names that like, okay, like Luke or Han, okay. But then there's some that's like Jar Jar. You probably should name your child that. Probably not.
1: Palpatine. No. I was like, no. mm, okay, that's a little much. Quagon. Yeah. It's mm. iffy. I would love it. But it's iffy.
0: Yoda? I mean, yeah. that's kind of like on the nose there. <laughs> Lando? classic. Actually, I have pitched Mace. Lando, Mace.
1: and that is the one Star Wars name where I've got like a, I could see Lando. Land? Really? Yeah, because she would do like the full name Landon, it's gonna be a and then I would call him Lando.
0: Oh, okay, it's like a nice middle ground. Yeah. What's the full name for Ahsoka, if you have a daughter? Uh, ah- Ahsoka Tano? At Helms. Dude, <laughs> dude. We probably just lost half our audience. Right now. It was like, yeah, who, okay, you are doing uh, some deep, deep diving. Yeah,
1: too expanded universe. Sorry. All right, well, let's go.
0: This is the other thing I want to talk to you about. And I talked to Will a little bit about this a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you remember, Will. But I've been doing this series. And Caleb, you work at a, you like volunteer at the church, don't you? Mm-hmm. Pretty hardcore. All right. This, yeah. this is kind yeah, of I'm a done. biblical, <laughs> deeper tarp, topic. But it's kind of the same lines of, I say on the same lines, probably not on the same lines. You know, going out there and being a father or being a husband, it takes work, it takes practice, it takes a lot of patience, it takes a lot of dedication, intentionality to it. And I've been thinking about in my own life, non-relational, but about being a Christian. And one of the things that I've been trying to work on in our youth group is the act of being bold. Uh, mm-hmm. And being bold for Christ, and that's not... I always talk about it. it. Doesn't mean to be arrogant. Doesn't mean to be like cocky or like in someone's face. But to be bold. To be, uh, to be confident in your own faith enough to share it. And how do we share it? And not letting the society or social norms go and, you know, ooh, I don't, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about it now. And so, how do we be be bold? And I have some ideas and some opinions on it. But I want to go ahead and get y'all like. Even if you're not a Christian and you're listening to this podcast and you're like mm, Ben, I'm not a Christian, how do I...? I think it's important in life is being bold? We're going to talk about being bold for Christ, but just being bold about things in life teach you a lot about you speak deeply about things that you believe. You speak boldly about things you believe deeply, and so like if you believe something deeply, then you should be able to speak boldly about it. Um, and so, what is that kind of what do you what comes to your mind about being bold? What does that look like, either in your faith or in your life? Is not about Christ.
1: You breath. take it, Caleb.
0: it's kind of deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, you're fine. I, <laughs> I enjoy
2: talking about this kind of stuff. Um, I I heard one time, I forget exactly where I heard it, but it, it says if you live a life a certain way and claim to believe. Um, something else and that the -hmm. way that you live your life doesn't reflect what you say you believe then you're wasting your time and um, I know that's that's an area in which I very much struggle with um, is you know being the Christian I should be and that all the time not just at church and not just around the church friends um, but genuinely being that person a hundred percent of the time and I know people who are genuinely that way, mm-hmm. and to me, uh, they they fully believe and act their belief system, um, and that to me is very bold because it and you know it's so easy to, um, you know, change who you are as a person um, depending on who you're around. Like I'm not the same person with you guys as I am at my job and you know not that I'm a bad person at my job or anything but my faith isn't something that is the number one goal in my relationships at work which is you know you think oh my gosh Caleb you just said you want to live the life uh, right I don't I'm, you know I've con- I've just contradicted myself <laughs> you know and I <laughs> don't really think
1: so you' totally being honest that. yeah I think you just shown an example of how it- works out yeah
2: and yeah. I hope people look at me that way but I think that that you know that's to me is what boldness is is just doing the little things that you say you believe all the time mm. not just at church or around the church crowd your church friends or around like-minded people but doing that um, 365 24 hours a day that's 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 bold to me mm-hmm That's really good.
1: What do you think, Will? I agree with Caleb. It's it's a big thing of, like, belief. Um, So even, so if we want to take it into non-secular stuff, or not non-secular, if we want to take it into secular stuff, like, just in your day-to-day, in your world, so, like, if you really believe in, like, uh, ethical food, like, you know, Uh, well-raised cattle and chickens and, you know, grass-fed or all that stuff, then you need to be going out buying that product, like, at the store. And you need to be researching it, learning about it, um, really becoming a student of all of that stuff. If that is what you really believe. And not be,
0: like, hypocritical about it, like... Don't if you know you shouldn't eat that, but then they don't do it themselves. I'm gonna turn around and right. eat a cheeseburger from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: right. So like it's that idea of conviction, right? Mm-hmm. And so I I believe that when it comes to being bold, Ben, you were talking about how do you how do you take an internal belief and share it? Um, and I really feel like the more that your belief system becomes a deep integral part of who you are in your day to day life. Um, it will express itself boldly. Like, it's almost like the boldness sort of follows as a natural, like, occurrence and an effect yeah, afterwards. I agree with that. Yeah. Um. So, now, you can encourage it. You can, like, encourage your boldness and stuff like that. But I feel like it's, if you want to be sharing your belief more, believe in it more. Like, learn to have faith in it more. Learn to, like, really learn all you can about it. There's tons of information out there that you can really dive into about whatever topic or passion that you're interested in and grow. And um, so I think that's where the boldness really comes out for me.
0: I have like two different thoughts. Kind of is like when someone describes you, you know, talking about Ben or Caleb or Will or whoever Listen, in the car, what do they say? Like, what are you always doing? Like, oh, like, Caleb is always hilarious, or Caleb is always, you know, (laughs) hardworking, or is Caleb always, Mm -hmm. you know, a backstabber, or is Caleb (laughs) always griping, or is he always a complainer? Think about it in in your own mind, with your own name, what do you think other people say you're always doing? Are you always someone who's encouraging? Are you always someone who speaks life in another? Are you one that's always gossiping? Are you always, you know, and I, and I started thinking about, like, what do people say about me? And is it something that am I known as, as Ben's always encouraging, or Ben's always about being 100, or being always about Christ? And it's like, man, I'm not. If I feel like they're not going to say it, then, you know, they're probably not. And so how do we change the mindsets of others to think of what we're always doing and that's well to start doing that and start doing, you know, when it's at work or if it's at home or if it's with a certain group of friends being consistent to what you want to be. And for being someone that's known as always being bold, I think it goes into what we'll saying is at least what I, I interpret it is you gotta know it deeply. You got you gotta know what it's about. You know, if you feel convicted about You know, ethical food, you really need to do your research of why you feel convicted. Is it because the way the animals are getting treated? Is it the way that the big government, the way they do patents, the way they do farmers, how they treat them? And then what is your reason for it? Knowledge yourself and then go out and speak boldly about it. Not into someone's face, not to make them feel guilty, but to go, hey man, this was on my heart. I feel like I need to share that. And if it goes in our biblical faith is, hey, man, I felt really low in life. I felt like I was shameful or had guilt or I was less than. And I went and I read the Bible or I listened to worship songs or I was plugged into a community and I learned about it. And I want to speak boldly about what my faith did for me that it could potentially do for you. Or if it's like the food, like this is what it did for me, this is what it could do for you. And I think this is like a really important, I don't know, I feel like, I talk about this when I used like it would be really useful for us to be bolder
2: in our life. It's not just an emotional thing because yeah. a lot of times I mean we see it all over the world like people make emotional claims about something and you know it kind of fizzles out here in like mm-hmm. a couple couple yeah. days or a couple weeks like
1: Nowadays yeah like two days or and two, it's done. Two hours. <laughs> yeah. Know, like there's been
2: you know there's been things in my life that I've you know a hobby or you know anything that I've gotten really emotional about and you know a couple you know X time goes by and I don't care about that anymore Mm -hmm. it's not really a part of who I am it was all emotion based right and I to me that's a big part of of faith is faith is and can be and should be emotional um, but it shouldn't all be emotional it should have something that's deeper than that mm-hmm. um, that's way more than just hey this makes me happy yeah you know oh, I'm sorry well.
0: right. I,
1: I think nowadays too like it's you don't see people being bold you don't see a conviction of belief nowadays like nowadays we really have seen in our like lifetime from like high school on is when I think it started or when I think they say it started, but like this culture of like uh, doubt becomes like this religion. Uh, It's not okay to have convicted belief in something. It's not okay to like stand firm and go, no, I believe this is the truth and the only truth, right? It's Now it's like, oh, well, you can believe whatever you want to believe and I'll believe whatever I want to believe and we don't ever have to talk about it. And what that does, like. And not only do we not have to talk about it, but if we do talk about it, we're going to argue and,
2: and you know, it's not going to be pretty.
1: Yeah, and yell at each other until we're both so, like, ingrained in our own beliefs that we're never going to break free of them, right? Why would we do that? (laughs) (laughs) Solving (laughs) the world's problems. (laughs) But it is, like, that idea of,
3: because I
1: see it. I I really do. You see it so much. And when you start looking for it, especially too, no one is willing to say that anything's wrong. And if nothing's wrong and everything's right, then nothing's truth, right? Like nothing, there's no foundation. There's no reality that you're building your life off of. And this isn't just in religion. This is like in popular cultural thought, right? Like if, uh, Nihilism, right? That idea of like we're just random molecules and atoms floating around and bumping into each other and nothing. Matters and nothing is planned and do you mean The Last Jedi? <laughs> 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 is
3: that what you're about to say? <laughs> Molecules and matters. Yes. Exactly. You get it? That's what Ryan Johnson so, tried
0: to do with The Last Jedi. Terrible. Nihilism. There is nothing special about you. It's just Thank
1: terror. you so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you see it in the popular you do. Yeah. Like and I said, hey, Have you it thought about so, that before? Yes. About like raised talk... parents
0: are nobody. Yes. They're nothing. There's nothing Bam. special about her. She yes. is just a person. You're
1: all just people. Yes.
0: It's like, okay, geez, dude, like, chill lie. Right.
1: And all that does is, ingri- like, that is just popular belief of, like, you can be whatever you want to be. It doesn't matter what your family history is, and it doesn't matter what, like, you know, you have in your past. Yes, that doesn't have to define you, but I use the example of, okay, I have a lot of alcoholics in my family. So genetically, I'm more likely predisposed to have an addictive personality. Right? So me it's good. Both. Yeah. So it's good to have that in mind mm-hmm. and have that as a context for my life and go, okay, if I don't want to let that define me, I need to own it and I need to know it's there and know it's a part of me and then figure out a plan. And and build guardrails, yes. if you will, to, right. to keep you
2: out of that area. Right. Because you don't I know you pretty well. You don't yeah. want to be in that area. Right. Exactly. And, and so
1: And like it's exact that but you need to know it. You need to acknowledge it, right? And if I just go, which I did for a long point in my life, go like, "Oh, I am my own person. Like no one has any like bearing on me. Like my raising didn't have any bearing on me. My biology doesn't have any bearing on me. Like it 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 doesn't work. Like you end up in the same traps that your family did." What is that? Uh, if
2: if 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 you fail to look at history, it repeats itself. Yeah, I, know I just butchered that saying. But
1: those who fail to look at history are doomed to repeat it. Yeah, yeah.
2: And and that, you know, some of the truest things, you know, in life are sayings like that we've heard all our lives. Mm-hmm. That I mean, you if you don't look at what what's happened in your yes. own life and the mistakes you've made or the mistakes you know your parents or your grandparents have made. Mm-hmm. You you know you are going to repeat those, and those are hard lessons to learn. I've learned that as a dad. Yeah, I I can not my daughter's year old, but (laughs) I can see (laughs) how in the future there's going to be times where I know that she's about to get hurt, or I know she's about to do something wrong, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and I'm going to do my best to keep her from doing those things and educate her on why she shouldn't but she's still going to do those things. And that's, that's part of being a person and learning, but taking action on the things you learn. Mm -hmm.
1: Right. And so that's the thing of like finding that conviction nowadays that just, there is no motivation. Like why find a convicting belief? Like I can just do whatever I want and believe whatever I want and drop and pick up. Like as my life goes along, it's like, that will have an effect on your life. Like now, if you are just wishy-washy and all over the place and don't have your life connected to some, some sort of foundational truth, it will be handed to you first off because the world will hand you something. And they'll go, okay, Like uh, if you don't really have a foundation, how about money? Make money your foundation or like career success or whatever. So if you want to have it defined for you, yeah, don't figure it out for yourself. Like walk into whatever the world tells you or popular culture tells you. But if you want to have real convicting beliefs and have a boldness in them, do it yourself. Like find your foundation yourself, establish what you want and the person that you want, and you will be more bold.
0: My foundation is in the code, the Jedi code. (laughs) Change my mind.
2: <laughs> you
1: can't.
3: I mean,
2: uh, what is the Jedi Code?
0: I
1: was about to say, if <laughs> someone can repeat to me the Jedi Code right now, I'll like. I don't know. I think I got three bucks in my pocket. I'll give you three bucks. I don't know. I know. In blackest day,
0: and bright no, That's the no, Green no. Lantern. And <laughs> <In laughs> brightest day, and blackest night, no evil shall escape to our sight. But those who worship evils might beware our power, Green Lantern's light. <laughs>
1: Something like there
3: that's is. No <laughs> <laughs> is that, that,
0: that, that, that's my foundation. No, I think you're right, Will. That's that's it's really good, um, because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. So. Is that a country song? <laughs> 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 I mean, is that I don't know. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, well, you know, everything comes from something. Yeah. I mean, you know,
1: there's nothing original under the sun. That's for mm-hmm. sure. I know where that comes mm-hmm. from. I oh, do. You? Yeah, Ecclesiastes. Ooh.
0: Yeah, you know what I Try it.
1: <laughs> Read a Bible, listeners. It's in there somewhere. I don't know I the verse I of the that was chapter.
0: From, uh, uh, Tao Sun.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's the, also the, who in, wrote his, the, the his, Art his, of War. Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe I don't know. Sun you know,
1: Sun, Sun Sao? So or, yeah, Sun. Uh, um, now no. Sun Tzu. Something Some people like are that. like. Yelling at the car,
0: you don't know who this <laughs> is from. I was like, "All right, guys, chill out." Jeez.
1: Yeah, not, I read some classic Google books, it. but I have not read *The Art of War* by that guy Sun Tzu thing. Yeah, Sun Tzu. Yeah,
0: I've only read it like I don't know, never.
1: Well, after was, the ninth time of reading it, it's like, do you really need to read it again? You know. Is, I'm just joking.
0: <laughs> I read a quote one time that said, "The only pure art form is dance." And I thought that was really beautiful.
2: You know, I I, I like to dance. I just go wherever the beat takes me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, for the
0: last last 10 minutes of our podcast, I want to get into this real quick. And just because (laughs) we mentioned it earlier. All three of us, there's one person in this room. Blood brothers. Blood brothers. (laughs) (laughs) One of us loves The Rise of Skywalker. One of us hates the rise of Skywalker, and one of us is in the middle, ish. I would say maybe Caleb's in the middle. I'm in the middle. Will's the one that does not like it, and I'm the one. Spoiler that loves alert! It. You have one minute <laughs> to plead your case. Caleb, go.
2: I'm in the middle. Um, I, I think. Uh... I think it had a lot of. I think I, I want to judge the whole trilogy as a, mm-hmm. as one and not just individual movies. Are you doing the whole trilogy? Well, this that's just how I. am Well, that's it that I have a different it? opinion as the whole trilogy. Okay, well, I mean, you can do that. But okay, all right. Whatever. I, mean, I, I don't. I, wanna, I hate them all, and I know he does, <laughs> and I and so and I respect Will's opinion. We had a lot of heated debates about yes. um, the Force Awakens when it came out, um, it but was in a yeah. hot
1: room.
0: But summertime,
1: we're actually in a sauna in Russia at the time we had that debate.
0: I've I've never seen Will get hot in a debate before. Mm. I've never
1: seen it. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen.
0: I've never seen him get frustrated.
2: (laughs) All right. (laughs) No. um,
0: I just love love making Caleb feel uncomfortable.
2: As a whole, (laughs) name
0: one time you've ever seen Will angry. You can't. You can't right now. Name one time.
1: I've won. never heard a more bold faced lie. Bold. There you go. Boldness. Right. Damn, there. full that circle. Full is... <laughs> circle, folks. Full circle.
2: Well, I mean, when I, I can't name a time I've seen Will mad, but I have seen him mad. Yes. At, you can. Well, I mean, not literally off the top of my own. May sixteenth, two thousand. But I I, ha- I know that I've seen him mad. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. you know, in his defense, he's not if you didn't know Will, you wouldn't know he's visibly mad. But if you know Will, you would—he's yeah, not in a good mood. But going back to Star Wars, because <laughs> that's why we're all here. Um, <laughs> I—I—the I, I, whole trilogy was—I felt like it was—it was decent. Um, now, granted, there's a lot of things that are that we all wanted to see, like you know,
1: like a good movie,
2: or you know, the real Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Thanks a lot, <laughs> Ryan Johnson. But, yeah, for real. God. Uh, however, However. Um, you know Luke Skywalker is not the focal point, and I get that, so I, I really do think it's a decent movie. The originals and the prequels are way better, um, mm-hmm. by a long, long margin, yeah. Um, but I don't hate them, hate them <laughs> like sand. Um, dude, there is <laughs> a giant. And saying people uh, like Will does—that's <laughs> neither here nor there. I'll let him defend his point, but I do—I think—I I think you
0: there think was, Anakin Skywalker in the prequels is better than Force Awakens and the Rise of Skywalker. Hundred percent. 100%. Oh my God. 100%. Because
2: it's not that bad. He is an awkward teenager who has spent mm, the majority of his life walking if around th- with th- an th- old guy. Yes, if there's Older can, uh, guy. we
0: can uh, logic it out. If there's no Obi Wan Kenobi prequels, trash.
2: Fair, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, and that the one my biggest complaint about the 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 sequel trilogy or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. is Obi Wan. Is a vital character, and not only the prequel trilogy where he's in all three of them, but he's also a very vital character. Even though he has a small role in the last two movies of the original trilogy, a quarterstone, he, he is he's very very important. No mention. Mm-mm. He's well, he literally has you mm-hmm. know two or three lines, mm-hmm. and you know Kylo Ren's actually technically is he kind of named after him. Because Ben was a nickname. It wasn't yeah. his actual name.
0: Why do you think I'm, I'm named Ben <laughs> after Kenobi?
2: <laughs> oh, but you're not in <laughs> the movies. Like, I'm <laughs> I, I, I am, I mean. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm, tired. I'm He was in The Force Awakens. They used his voice. Right, but that's not. But what I'm, it's a very small,
3: insignificant
0: maybe, role. Maybe, maybe if JJ did the middle one, he would have made Obi Wan more significant.
2: See, I thought that
0: Ray was it, was it a Kenobi. I did
2: because of the accent,
0: and his mom was going to be from Mandalore, the Mandalorian lady.
2: Yeah, or there's an, Duchess Satine, or there's yeah. a book, um, a, a Kenobi book that came out right right after Disney bought um, Lucas Films, where it's oh I haven't read that one yet. It's it's I don't want to spoil it for you, but I'm a little bit. Good is he's on Tatooine, you know, watching over Luke, and and there's a lady. Who mm. you know? There is and a mutual interest.
0: And that have been Ray's parents,
2: potentially, but it definitely wasn't. It, was co- yeah. it could have been. It could have been Ray's could've parents, been. And, then and, and they had Ray. Later right. On. And I felt like that was a much better setup in than yeah. you know, who I'm Palpatine's granddaughter. We've never even heard <laughs> and of Palpatine. And
0: like, <laughs> like Obi wans Obi Wan's kids didn't <laughs> use the Force because he didn't use the Force. On Tatooine, so you didn't teach them about
2: the Jedi ways. Or maybe it skipped a generation. I mean, you know. Okay, well, you know what I mean? Uh, like, it doesn't have I'm to be. I'm just trying do. to make it plausible. Well, I don't know. It
0: could have been cool, though.
2: Like, I think like, it would have been better than hearing somebody about we, we've never heard of before. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
0: They said that it's about 45 minutes to an hour that they had to cut out that going to be on the extended edition. I doubt we'll ever see it. Yeah, That's true.
2: That's true
1: will now he we, got a little more than a minute Can yeah, i have a little more than a minute we
0: only have a, a little bit of time so again. all right and it that's it guys <laughs> we have no more
3: time all right we'll it's hard it. to talk and make points. we all like, get off yes. one side
1: i'll of. do i'll do it quick all right, all right all right so quickly trilogy as a whole they were just terrible honestly the storylines of each movie were horrible character v- development was horrible ray was by far the best actress and I actually, that was the only enjoyable part of any of the movies was actually her acting. So I, I did really I enjoy that um, in all three movies. But storyline in general, just terrible. It's horrible. Like there's no coherency. There's no like, it was just horrible. I can't think of all the specific instances, and it would take me too long to list them out. But you would think we just spent like
2: th- what was it, three point six billion dollars for Lucasfilms. We might come up with a plan, right? And they exactly they clearly pieced yeah. it together, and it was which was
1: my biggest problem with Rise of Skywalker. A, you just start a movie off, and right in the beginning, in the in the scrolling yellow word credits, hey. This thing happened. Palpatine's back. Guess what? He sent a message out to all the galaxy. Why? When has this ever been a thing? Why is he back all of a sudden? What has he been doing? Oh, raise his granddaughter. How has any of the other movies led up to this at all? Like, I hated that, all of it. Mm -hmm. It was just horrible storytelling. Um, mm-hmm. the sacrifices weren't really sacrifices there were planets being blown up and then like people were coming back from the planet it's like I thought you blew up why did you not blow up uh, because they have a planet killer on a star destroyer now it just didn't make sense then just hate Poe hate Poe hate the character Poe cannot stand it so just any scene that he's in really uh, just too cannot much like Han Solo for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think
2: a little too much. Like huh? I don't hate the character, but I definitely, like, there was no I just, depth to I anybody he, yes. other than Rey. I thought yes. he was better
0: in The Last Jedi, I mean, uh, in Rise, Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker,
2: than he was in The Last Jedi. Yeah.
0: Last Jedi, it was kind of a That's waste fair. of development. If they had taken the, the development with Finn, Rey, and Poe as a team in The Last Jedi, it would have made a stronger connection, I feel like, in The Rise Between of Skywalker. I, yeah. Like Absolutely. okay, this is where it happened. Was it, it seemed like yeah. it skipped from the Force Awakens to the right Skywalker? It's like oh hey, it hey did. it's been five years, Yeah. you know, whatever. And now they all love each other, they're yeah. a team, and it's like and JJ Abrams organically happened. Yes.
1: He was basically trying to tell two movies in one movie, the well, he, movie he that he wanted him, to. He
0: asked them if he could break it up, and they're like, no, you have to put it all in one. He's like, yeah. but I can do two movies. You make more money, and I get to tell the story that I wanted. They said no,
1: which would have been horrible because you already have the. That's the thing you can't ignore the 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 last Jenna because it's already out yeah, there. It's already yeah. a canon. But movie you not
0: know that you have to ignore it, but you can flush it out with the movie more so, and then do like what you want to close it with ten. So like nine, yeah, kind of go with it and go. Okay, it's not the best, but we're gonna we're gonna develop it. So maybe like the beginning of nine, they become back. How do they come back? How do they form as a team? How does that work out? And then ten would be. Finishing the story. Maybe in 9, Palpatine comes back. Okay, how did that happen? It flushes that out. And then 10 would be a whole other movie. It's it's still like
1: it shouldn't It's pretty have. much
0: if you just didn't jack up The Last Jedi. Yes. It could have been better. If
1: J.J. Abrams yes. just would have signed on and done the – and if Disney would have had a plan and said, no, you're going to direct this movie. It, like, this is the script, this is the storyline and everything. Right. And it not more somebody cohesive. so much you, c- creative you, ability. Right. You may terrible. not have liked the trilogy
0: if J.J. did all three of them, but I think we can all Lord agree enough. it would have been a little more
1: cohesive. Yes, if he okay. had done all three. Yeah, still a bad storyline, bad movies. But, yes, it would have been cohesively a bad trilogy. Okay, all right. And,
2: and you're not going <laughs> to like anything that's not the original or no, the No, it's not And bad. I understand, and it's that's okay. Bad. It's not yeah, It's okay. True. Don't it's
1: put okay. words Will. into my mouth. It's okay, man. Y'all about to see me get angry now. Now I'm about to get <laughs> well, upset. Well, it's my
0: turn. It's, <laughs> it's my turn. I liked it. I, thought it was I good. think
1: I deserved 30 more seconds just to wrap it up. But Okay, okay fine. Wrap it up. Last thing. Because I have to say it, the worst part, the whole movie sets up Ray uh, like being okay with herself, like, be oh, okay this, that uh, you're a Palpatine. I, I agree, with, I disagree with this so much. Well, oh well, because uh, it's my 30 seconds. So, it's the whole movie is like, Ray be yourself, like, be okay that you're a Palpatine, blah, blah, blah. And she finds it out, all this stuff. You know, she comes to grips with it. She knows she can still be a Palpatine, but still be a, a Jedi and then at the end of the movie, she's like, burying, you know, she's doing the Which little makes thing on tattooing." No sense, by the way. And, and she, and Did that old lady, <laughs> and that old lady <laughs> meanders by out of nowhere because apparently she wanders the desert, and goes, "Oh, who, who are you?" I'm a Skywalker. No you're not. Yes, you, she is. We spent the whole movie figuring out you're a Palpatine, but, and now you want to throw that down in the sand too. Could she really
2: like live a life in a galaxy that was oppressed by the empire? It's uh, like
1: yes. my thing is like Palpatine. she's a Jedi.
0: If you're if you're the granddaughter <laughs> <fast>. of Hitler <laughs> and you find <laughs> right. out you're the granddaughter of Hitler, you're not going to want to go But you, but go you were Hitler. raised by the grizzles and the grizzles was a great family to you and you go you find out you're a Hitler you need to own that name. And but, it's like you know what? I appreciate it. I'm okay with it, but I'd rather just be a Grizzle because that's who raised me and that's who they, I love. Then they should
1: have built the storyline differently. Well, see, because I cause I, yeah.
0: I interpreted. I didn't think they were like own the name Palpatine. And, like, you should be a Palpatine. I think it was just, like, a shock of, like, you are a Palpatine. It's like, whoa, that's crazy. Didn't see that coming.
1: No, but Leo was always telling her, like, be yourself. Don't be afraid of who you are. But, but also, Palpatine, here's, here. I'm going to throw you
0: a curveball right here. You can try. Palpatine <laughs> is the father of Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. She's a Skywalker. Boom. You just got lawyered.
2: That's not canon. That yeah. It's
0: absolutely canon. No. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's, it's not canon. not the
1: father. He, he force is. him he force be a and father it. That was Darth Plagueis. No, 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 yes. no. no, no, no. He they forced. force created. They changed
0: it. They've changed it. You should read it. We'll read it after this because we had to write this up. Okay. Okay. I'm just telling you. I don't believe it. It's if they canon. did do
1: that, that's the worst. Golly.
0: It's the worst. It's the best. Disney.
1: If you ever listen to this, you you have Huge taken my actually. childhood. And the storylines that I grew up loving and like finding a lot of like identity in and desire in. And you just ripped it up right in front of my face. And you forced me to keep coming to the theater and paying your money because you keep putting out Star Wars movies. Uh, So thanks for that.
0: Well, I'll say, and I said this on my Instagram, I went to it really heartbroken about The Last Jedi because I felt after I was watched it that it just wasn't good and it felt weird and it felt off i loved they always say fan service as a negative i'm a fan please serve me <laughs> like that's exactly what i want <laughs> like it's like we went to a roller coaster and it was too fun i'm so sorry it's like no like i want it to be a fun like put a couple more swirls in it i i loved it i thought i was like man like i love seeing lando I Rise love skywalker. yeah ryan yeah. skywalker and so I was just like, I just, I don't know, it just made me feel like a kid again of like, I saw a lot of familiar faces, I thought it was fun, there was a little bit of campiness of like the originals, kind of like, you know, there were some parts with Han and Luke that were just kind of campy, like, See, and it's just like, I don't know, I just kind of liked it. And I was like, alright, that's cool. Do I think, and we talked about this before, are there plot holes? Absolutely. And there's some things that I wish they had fleshed out, with like the Knights of Ren and you know, Palpatine and like, I thought that, yeah, okay, all of a sudden he has this giant, Captain fleet, Phasma. Captain Phasma. Yeah. There were some things like that. I will agree with you. Like, yes, but overall it wasn't like this was such a travesty like it was with the last Jedi for me that mm. I was like, all right, cool. You I agree know? with that too. So it's like one was a car wreck and one was a fender bender. I was like, I'll take a ten minute. I'm not in, out
2: to. I'm minutes. in the middle of the road here. <laughs> yeah. I, I agreed with most of Will's points, and then I agreed with your points. So yeah. It's better than the last Jedi, but uh, just because it's better than the last Jedi doesn't necessarily make it a great movie.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like you get food, but it's frozen yogurt. You know, I was like, not the best, but
2: you it's know. a frozen pizza when you could have had like I don't know, yeah,
1: Domino's. Mm. Well, uh, okay, Just you wouldn't take Domino's would over take <laughs> yeah, 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 pizza. Yeah, yeah, okay. DiGiorno is, is kind of like delivery. I'm not it's, saying it's not Domino's delivery. is like <laughs> the king of
2: pizza. <laughs> yeah, you make, a, all right, you make a valid point.
0: Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, we talked about what it's like to be a father, what it's like to grow up with us, being bold in our faith and foundational. We talked a little bit about Star Wars. We love you all so much. Will, Caleb, thank you all for being on today's episode. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon. You can find the link in our bio. It's a little link there. We have a $1, $2, and $5 tiers, and a $10 tier. It just supports us out on a monthly basis. So if you can give, that would be tremendous. We also have shirts and hats and stickers as part of our fundraiser. We appreciate the love and support and appreciate y'all joining the Herd. And we'll see you next time on GWB.